Hi everybody, this is Katie, and thanks for tuning in to our podcast today. I'm sitting here with my partner in crime, Chris. Hello everyone. And uh, our home on the internet is cockandcrow.com, and we do web design. We design really cool websites for mainly for small businesses and entrepreneurs, but that is um, almost second to our blog and our ebooks and our podcast. And on our podcast, we discuss a variety of topics. We'll talk about everything from travel to sexuality to simple living, um, all kinds of stuff like that. And today we're trying a new concept, which we're calling Chris Explains, (laughs) because he explains things really fucking well. Like he explained, oh, the humanity... (laughs) Um, he explained Charles Manson just in this really like funny, easy to relate to kind of way. And so last night in bed, I asked him to explain the internet and he started and it was really, really cool. And I kind of cut him off and told him to stop because I was like, I have a million questions. Let's record this as a podcast. And so here we are. She's always asking me to explain these things, and I don't know, somehow, miraculously, I happen to just, like, know a lot of useless information. It's not useless, Well, I guess. Um, But all of this is just, like, totally off the top of my head. I haven't researched anything or – I mean, I've researched it, obviously, in the past. But, like, this is just sort of random, off-the-cuff spewing of sort of knowledge. Right. It's definite actual knowledge. Yeah, so don't, like, go and – Google all this and fact check me. I mean, it's for the most part true because, like, I mean, I have a pretty good idea of what I'm talking about, but, um, you know, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, without further ado, uh, Chris, what is uh, the internet? Explain the internet. <laughs> what is the internet? All right. So, the internet is, well, it started out as a, a government project, like a military project that they put in place as a way to, um, create like a, a, a an interconnected sort of means of communication between all of the different military facilities that way like if you know the phone lines went down in New York or whatever they would still have a way to reach their people you know with everything being down and by doing that they basically created you know, a, a big giant sort of spider web of cables all over the world. Um, so do you mean like they physically laid cable or like... Yes, or they used existing infrastructure that was already there. Like for what? Why would um, it have already like, been there? Like for the phone, the phones, because oh. you can use the uh, phone lines for internet, things like that. Okay. Um, and they also worked in conjunction with several of the larger universities in the country. Um, Why universities? I don't know why. Um, But these universities uh, all sort of installed these what are called backbones, basically just sort of large, high bandwidth, high traffic. What is bandwidth? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm honestly asking these questions to you, so don't judge me. How do I say? In in like two seconds, bandwidth is sort of the... uh, a, a, a cable that allows a lot of information to be transmitted at one time. So bandwidth is the name of a physical cable. No, it's not a physical. It's the, it's it's a unit of measurement that, oh. that d- 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 describes how 
many like, things can be transmitted at the same time. Like pixels or well, sure, kind of something yes, like that. Sort of, yes. Okay. That's also just a unit of measurement. So the higher the number of the bandwidth, the faster you can... Yes. Bandwidth and throughput uh, are two things that sort of go hand in hand. Okay. Bandwidth is how many sort of lanes there are on a highway. Okay. Example. Okay. So the more lanes, the more cars can travel at one time. Right. Throughput is, say, the speed limit. So you have how fast you can go plus uh-huh. how many lanes there are. Okay. So the more lanes and the more higher speed limit, the faster the data can transfer. Okay. So anyway, so they laid all this cable and they, they put some you know fiber optic lines in there and stuff like that because that allows for super high data transfer. What is a fiber optic line? A fi- fiber optic line is simply just a – think of it like a, a cable but made out of – Glass, sort okay. of like little fine strands of glass okay. that, and it, and it uses sort of light, light transmission to to send the data as opposed to um, electrical impulses and things like that. Um, so anyway, so they laid all this cable, and um, their idea was that that way, if the link between you know Boston and New York went down, they could use. Another link that would sort of circumvent, you know, that and go around the other place. And that way, sort of communication would always be up at all times in all of their facilities. So essentially, it was like a, a backup. Yeah, they, it was like just a, a, a huge, a huge a... system of redundant links all over the globe. Um, the idea being that way, if any one link was ever destroyed, you could just they had other options. You could route around and get to it from a different way, and so and kind of as part of that, they they built like these huge banks of routers, you know, on each coast. Uh, that what de- is a router? <laughs> a router is a device that essentially. Um, oh, router! You mean like the little well, the little tiny box? Yeah, like the little tiny boxes we have in our houses that are routers for our internet are a very, very basic sort of dumbed down version of what I'm talking about. But essentially, they work in concept the same way. So, how big are their routers? Well, they're. I mean, they're just they're, like the size of a tank. I mean, no, no, how? no. It's like they all sort of. Operate. They they fit in a. There's a form factor that they are are designed within, um, but they have just racks and racks of presumably you know these heavy duty routers like Cisco or Juniper networks or, or things like that that are designed to handle large amounts of data all day every day. Um, whereas the ones we have at our house are not designed to handle large amounts of data all day every day. Okay. Um, they're very expensive. Like a router you buy for your house is you know a hundred bucks. A router that you might see in a rack in one of these buildings are, you know, three to five thousand dollars a piece, and they have hundreds of them. Okay. So you know, like that. Okay. Um, maybe they're even more. It depends. Anyway. anyway, so they have these routers, they have these cables, and they build the system. And again, it, it really started out as like a military project. Um, just so that we could uh, always have sort of redundancy in our communication systems. Somewhere along the way, um, and I don't know who or why, but they decided to sort of make it available commercially to whoever, uh, make it like a public system. Um, And then once that happened, it sort of paved the way for websites and, you know, dot-com names and things like that. What was their original intention in, quote, making it available to the public? Like, what? I don't know. Um, Maybe it was just the 
the, the spread of information, you know, having having communication be easier, having information more accessible. Um, when when the internet sort of first became commercialized, it was very very like rudimentary. It was all just you know things like uh, text, like chat chat systems, chat relays, and um, news groups and and things like that where it was just kind of people having discussions like discussion boards and uh eventually it got to where you could transfer pictures and then there was this thing like called ftp file transfer protocol that came along that allowed you to sort of send files to one another um and then um eventually websites came along um and it sort of just kind of exploded from there although it started out very very simple and pared down websites used to just be like a basic page with just basic, basic HTML language and maybe a few pictures and things like that. Um, it didn't have near the amount of, of functionality that it does today. Um, and then kind of fast forward a little bit, they, um, I don't remember when it was, I want to say sort of the early 2000s, they came out with sort of, they kept calling it sort of web 2.0. Um, and, and it was around that time that, uh, things like social networking came, came to be, um, and web 2.0 was just sort of, um, a sort of catch, catch all term for a level of interactivity, um, that didn't, that wasn't present in sort of the initial sort of outlay of the internet, the initial iteration of the internet. Okay. So when did they, to jump back, when did they make it available to the public? Like the nineties? Or like, um, like a long time ago. Yeah, probably somewhere around the early '90s, um, and so then and kind of in the mid '90s, there became systems like CompuServe um, and AOL. That's like when AOL came out. And um, so, what about websites and like owning domains? When did like go? Like, how come you don't buy a domain from the military? Why do you buy it like from GoDaddy? Like, did the military just sell? Well, ma- I mean, how like? Well, in the beginning, there was one one single entity that sort of was the 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 official registrar for all of the domain names, and any anybody else that sold domain names essentially was just kind of like an affiliate of this this one particular organization, which I used to know, but I can't recall off the top of my head. But sort um, of, you could still do that now, right? Like, I could buy a domain from GoDaddy and then sell it to you. Yeah, and then you could sell it to some. I mean, well, you can. Yeah, you can I mean, transfer ownership. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, so now they have these companies that sell domain names. There, there's several of them now. Um, Is go- there infinite space on the internet? Infinite space. Well, the space. Yeah, technically, sort of. Um, I mean, the space is ultimately dictated by the uh, amount of hard drive space that a that a web host has. What is a web host? Well, and it's anybody can be a web host. I mean, technically, if you wanted to, you could make your home computer sitting in your living room an internet server that would host your live website. Would you still have to pay Cox? You would have to pay, yeah, and you'd have to pay Cox more because you you would theoretically have more bandwidth, you know, coming in and out of your house because people would be accessing your website. Of okay. course, depending on how popular it was. Okay. Um, there's no sort of... So based on that, it's it's like I said, anybody can create a website and host it on their home computer. It's typically not a, um, a wise thing to do because then it's on you to maintain the the sort of 
health of that computer. And if your computer crashes or your power goes out, then your website's down and somebody across the country can't pull up your website. Whereas so, like in a, at a web host or like a data center, they've got all of these crazy redundancy, power redundancy and, and systems in place so that your website essentially won't ever go down. So because, you might as well just pay them $8 a month because they have all yeah, the cool. Let them worry about all the headaches of keeping the computers running. Um, um, and then you just pay them $8 a month. But in theory, you don't have to do that. Like when I worked, uh, I used to work at an architecture firm, and we actually hosted our own website on a server in our office the whole time I was there. Um, what was the point of doing that? Well, well you didn't have to pay hosting. You had sort of easy access to it. I could go... I mean, you still kind of can, too, when it's at a host, but I could just go right up to the server and make any changes I wanted, and it would be live instantly, and, you know... Um, again, that's also the case with a web host, but it just for a matter of convenience, we, we started out that way. And um, over time, it didn't get to a point where we needed to change that. I would imagine probably now they have changed it. I don't I've worked there in some years, but I would imagine now it's probably hosted off site because, again, it's just less headache. And, and there's companies out there that deal with it a whole lot better than you can on your own. And it doesn't cost that much. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's how web hosting works, I right. guess. What else is there to know about the internet? Um, I mean, I don't know. Now it's sort of exploded into this, you know, huge worldwide means of of transferring information to everybody. What about like um, .com and .org and .co.uk and why are there all those different... Well, when it first started out, um, they wanted to have some kind of distinction for what these were and there were very few actual domain extensions at that point. There was like, you know, .com, .org, .net, .net .gov, .edu um, and then each of the individual countries also had their own extension like the inner, like England, you know, .co.uk um, and then a lot of other countries, they didn't have a .co. They would just be like .dot. Um, I mean, for whatever you were. It is Italy. Yeah, .dot it, um, which is sort of weird because a lot of those countries now just use .dot coms or .dot govs or whatever, or not gov, but whatever. Although most of the system was based in the U.S., so that's sort of what it's rooted in. Um, but the idea was, you know, obviously a .com meant a, a commercial business entity. Um, .info was more of just like, well, information. .net was um, like for groups that were not operating on a commercial level necessarily. Like they just wanted maybe like um, – what am I trying to say? Uh Nonprofits, things like that, they would use a .NET, um, and then all the schools, of course, did .edu. Um, Why can't you buy a domain? Why can you essentially only rent it? Or, or is there an option to like lifetime purchase a domain? I think there is an option to lifetime purchase a domain. Um, okay, it's hundreds of dollars, and I. I mean, really, I think that just kind of comes down to sort of the business model that they created. And maybe it's even sort of arbitrary in that regard. Like, I think they just were like, well, hey, we can get money off these people um, on a recurring basis. But also, um, you know, there's a lot of people that register domains and sometimes they never use them at all. Or sometimes they never create a website for them. And sometimes they maybe use them only they only need them temporarily, but they don't want to continue paying you know, for 10 years for something that they only needed for six months. Um, an right. example of that being, I know some people who like like to make a website for their wedding, 
you know. Um, so they make, you know, Joe and Sally dot com or whatever but then like after their wedding happens they're not they don't need to be paying infinitely for this joe and sally.com so they just let it expire and if somebody else wanted to do that register they could okay um so yeah huh. I, I don't i don't know if that is that everything no that makes sense because i feel like we explain that to web design clients a lot where we're like well you have to buy a domain you know, you have to, like, mm-hmm. rent an apartment. You have to rent your space on the Internet. And then you have to pay someone to host it. Yes. And there's just no way to get around either of those And essentially when you, when, when you pay to host it, what you're paying for is the maintenance of the server that your site, the files for your website physically reside on, and also the bandwidth or the, 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 tra- the data transfer to and from your website. Right. So, because that costs money, bandwidth costs money. So, the, if you say you're some crazy popular website and you've got literally millions of people hitting it every single day, it's going to cost you a whole lot more to host that website because the people that create that connection for you have to sort of lease that space from from bigger companies, larger telecom providers, and things like that. And so, the more traffic you have, the more it's going to cost you because the more bandwidth it's going to require. So, say. One day soon, when our website is getting millions of visitors, will we just get like a notice from our web host that's like, "Hey, you're getting a shit ton of traffic. We're gonna have to bump you up." Possibly, yeah, yeah. We might have to pay for a, a higher pricing tier or something in light of increased bandwidth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Um. Still doesn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> but you know that's fine. <laughs> I like I could not I do not um f- fully get that like I couldn't turn around and now go and explain this to somebody I'd be like oh the military and uh, some cable made a glass and rent <laughs> rent rent your domain you know like I still it just blows my goddamn mind Yeah but, I mean and there's I a mean, whole lot more to it yeah. than even what I've just yeah. said there's the whole there's the whole messaging system right. side of it email right. you know all of that I don't even my head's going to explode Yeah um but, I mean yeah, whatever I that that was absolutely fascinating and um the fact that you just pulled that out of your ass is really fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> Um so I guess we can wrap that up. I I liked it. I didn't know how this was going to go. I thought it was really funny. Um, so if you guys liked it, you know, tell us and share this podcast. And if you want Chris to explain something, um, let us know. And perhaps we will cover it in a future podcast. We're thinking of doing this every week. And I promise if you ask me to explain something, I will do my best to just explain it off the top of my head. Yeah, and not it won't be rehearsed. Um, unless it's something completely foreign to me, in which case I probably wouldn't even do it. But yeah. if it's anything that I know anything about, I'll just tell you what I know and that'll be that. And so. it, the podcast would be just the same as if you like asked him over drinks, which I think is really funny too. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's all for now, folks. Um, go to our website it's really cool and maybe you'll be like oh this is great i want them to make me a website and then you can pay us money and we'll do it for you yes because we're good at it we like to make websites we like people and we like helping businesses and yes entrepreneurs like us um and go and listen to our previous podcast episodes they're great 
our blog is great, our ebooks are great. We just can't get enough of ourselves. That's all. All. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Cheers.